And we're back. Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, the sick, legendary Randy Erickson. Uh, talk about it a little bit in the podcast. I got some sort of lung thing going. Uh, thanks to probably three weeks of going hard and no sleep, but it feels like it's on the mend a little bit. So this uh, episode is with Olaf Hedberg, one of a uh, member of Team Journey finished third at primal quest and uh the next few weeks we're going to have the rest of the team on too so um should be interesting i think they probably were fairly underrated going into the race and did a really good job um, as you'll hear so as much for myself it was a good time a lot of work we let's see drove out took two days to drive to tahoe um got there you know hanging out with all the racers uh, got started shot a lot of videos posted a lot of them a lot of good pictures um some some of the highlights would be the uh you know on the caldome with bones seeing some of that footage oh what are some of the other things that were really fun um watching the kayaking through troublemaker where it was a troublemaker to a lot of people. Um, it wasn't that exciting hanging out at Ruck Chucky Campground, I don't know, 100 plus degrees, but it was fun to catch up with a bunch of the teams there. So I think we'll just get this one going since I don't feel like talking a lot, but I have some some stories that maybe we'll talk about next couple episodes. Um, might have some interesting news in a few weeks. We'll see how that goes. So, um, guess thanks everybody that uh, helped out with the race and going and all my stuff. Thanks to Paulette for um, being rid of me for two weeks. Not that that's a hardship on her part, I don't think. But uh, and uh, hey, it was a good time. It's really nice to have Primal Quest back. It was a really tough race, as everybody said. Um, I think Warren Bates called it the toughest expedition race he's ever done. So it has lived up to the Primal Quest name, and now it's back. And going to just be bigger and better. So uh, enjoy uh, talking my little talk with Olaf and all the cool things and stories he has. So then go fast, take chances. Thanks. Hello, Bye. Randy. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Sick. <laughs> oh no, I I know how that is. It's pretty awful. Yeah, I got some sort of a lung thing. It, it I think it was starting before I went, but yeah, it's been uh, kind of a pain in the butt to uh, not be able to walk up the driveway. Feel like you need oxygen. <laughs> I know that is horrible. <coughs> so it's horrible. So I will be coughing a little bit, and I got the birds here because. Um, Julian's wife thinks it's hilarious that I have birds on the podcast. So nice, nice. But, so, um, are you recovered? Uh, pretty a little bit. I wouldn't say fully recovered. I still have a pretty good uh, scar on my leg. It's healing up, but uh, the barbed wire did quite the act on me. So my le left leg is still pretty torn up uh i'm sleeping a lot and i'm still very tired so yeah it's it's been a tough week yeah i i hear you there plus here it's been like 100 degrees every day so that doesn't help oh that makes it tough <laughs> yeah so um i'm not sure where i want to start you but you were kind of a late addition to the team weren't you correct very late uh i would say i mean Normally, obviously, I race with Naira, and mm -hmm. uh, about a little bit less than a month before the race, I got this uh, invitation from Journey, who was looking for a teammate because they were they had an injury on their team, mm -hmm. and I was about to head off to Sweden because I had to head to Sweden for a training camp uh, yeah. right after Cowboy Tough. So it all, uh, I, I basically said yes and then darted off to Sweden right away. Uh, 
and had you know 14 uh, teenagers uh, in Sweden for a two-week camp there and then got back uh, did this quick turnaround still jet-lagged and met up with journey at Denver Airport and uh, yeah got out to to Primal Quest so it was it was I was very late uh, and I hadn't raced with any one of them before but I raced with uh, side by side with Julian and Katie on Cowboy Tough and with Fletcher's on North Championships last year. So I knew them from racing against them, one would yeah. say. So which was tougher, Primal Quest or 14 Teenagers? Oh, uh, that's a good one. It's hard. <laughs> I think they come out. But, but Primal Quest dra- drags the longest draw. I mean, that was that was so epic. Uh, so so that, that's, yeah, that's, that's the toughest, no question. Yeah. So... Um, well, let's just, let's just, we'll talk about the race and then I want to get a little bit of your history afterwards, but so, um, you were really sick before the race, weren't you? Yes. That's that's the least one can say. Uh, I, it was, it was awful. I, I, it was one of the hardest decisions I have ever taken in my life and I regretted it for the first 48 hours of the race oh. so much. I... Uh, I yeah, I woke up two a.m. in the morning, uh, shivering, and was like, "I'm out. This is not gonna work." But the rest of the team is gonna wake up at six. So, and the night was just uh, me being awful. Uh, sometimes freezing, you know, shivering, and sometimes just throwing myself back in, just being ridiculously feverish. Um, woke up at six, told the guys that uh, this is not gonna work. I'm sorry. Uh, this, this, this is, I'm out. This, this does not work. They were like, go to bed, try to sleep some more. Uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, you know, just, just don't do anything. Just go to bed and take it easy and rest up and, and, and we'll do other stuff. Then they of course called Whitney who, you know, and and it's like, all of us really sick. What can we do? And and she calls me and it's like, Hey, how are you doing? And, and I'm getting this support from all the sides, and I'm mm-hmm. just laying there, feeling, yeah, completely terrible. And uh, yeah, I, for some reason, I I get talked into by my wife and my conscious and my I don't know, uh, my life that that I should try to make it to the start line. Yeah. And and I had no thought of making the whole race or anything if i could just see a little bit of this epicness that would be primal quest that would be it i would be happy with the day yeah happy with yeah if i can make it a day i would be super excited first almost like six hours like okay i get to do the prologue and then then i can can get out and and i yeah we did the ropes test Mm -hmm. and i i was so out of it i just like Tried to do the. I did the ropes, did the rappel down, and then I went and laid under a tree and fell asleep. Yeah, like I, I was, it was horrible, and I regret. I mean, the first 40, 24 hours, I thought, man, why am I doing this? This is the most stupid thing I've ever done. But <laughs> you know, if you're stupid, you got to be tough, and you know <laughs> that's that's the motto to go by. Yeah. And, you know, I'm stupid, but okay, be tough. You know, yeah. uh, so I just pulled my way through there, tried to just be, everyone carried all my stuff and I didn't do much, you know, put one yeah. foot in front of the others in the back and don't hold them back. Yeah. That was yeah. my goal. And yeah, that it, it was, it was absolutely awful, but I am so glad in the end I did it because I mean, it turned out to be one of the most epic races I could ever imagine. The course was just so unbelievably cool. Yeah. I mean, how long did it take before you started to feel like, okay, maybe? Yeah, a great question. And I wish I had, because you're feeling adventure racery, mm-hmm. if that is a word. I don't think yeah. that's a word. But you it, know. Is <laughs> it is now. It is now. So you're like, okay, I feel, you know, uh, man, I, I, I took a yeah, I, I I was on pretty heavy. I, I popped ibuprofen and and uh, stuff like that. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, right, does it kick in? You're like, huh, okay, I feel like 
this is going okay. Yeah. Uh, and then two hours later, you're like, awful again. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that day three, it was like, huh, okay, this is, let's just, I, I might get through this. Yeah. Day five, I was like, oh, I'm actually a useful asset to the team where I'm not yeah. only like a burden that I'm like, oh, I'm helping out. I can carry stuff sometimes. Yeah. I can I can have my head. The best thing was the head came back first mm-hmm. for sure. So I could help with navigation before the body came back. The body was still ridiculously fatigued and I, I was like as soon as it started going uphill and God knows there was a lot of uphill in yeah. this <laughs> 66,000 vertical feet. I would have loved it if I was my normal self. But now instead I'm like, oh, man, this is rough. (laughs) Just like trying to get my body to go up. But my mind got clear already at day two, I would say. Like first first day, first 40, 36 hours, felt like someone threw a hand grenade in my my brain. Mm -hmm. And I was just like a... nauseous and like couldn't think straight then i was like huh okay i can help with with you know like just the mind things and thinking of things but i'm still pretty useless when it comes to carry stuff and then by day four or five i I could you know be a good asset all around i would think it's interesting so do you think that maybe because you guys obviously probably had to go slower than you planned that maybe in the long run that being sick helped that would be a little bit of a stretch i would say <laughs> i would never say that sick helped but we definitely kept an even speed throughout the race yeah like there was none of that fast break up you know like man let's let's stay up with the top in the beginning it was just like huh okay we're going really slow high speed yeah. camping as i like to call it yeah and then we kept going you know, like in our steady pace throughout the race. And we uh, like, I started feeling better. And, you know, the others weren't too worn down from from our then not so. So we just kept the good steady pace throughout the race. And I think that that definitely helped our, you know, overall performance. You can see that like the last couple of days are really our strongest where we're mm-hmm. putting times on other. Yeah. Others. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it we had it. We had this slow and steady like you said but not super slow but yeah um third place is pretty damn good is that um what were you thinking you'd be able to do is that kind of where you thought you might be or were you pleasantly surprised uh first of all thank you uh we i am ecstatic about this third place finish if we were all in if i would have been in in normal shape and and good I think this is definitely where would we would have aimed mm-hmm. uh, without without any problems, and this is where we should be. With me being the way I was, uh, I don't know what the other says, but I'm ecstatic about it. Never, you know, like this. That's as good, much, much better than than one would than I would ever have dared to hope standing on the start line. Like it was, it's way beyond my wildest belief of what I thought thought in the beginning of the race yeah so that's that's way better yeah i would my guesstimate was a top five which you know that's that's half top half the field which is pretty good but um because to me and i may you know this this may be a fallacy but it's like you guys are a bunch of good racers but who has 10 day expedition experience on the team you're absolutely right. It's not me. <laughs> no, I, no. Go, I go four days. That's as yeah. far as I go. You know. But, You're absolutely right. So, what was it's and now and this will probably be something that might be more more answerable by the others. But what was the biggest difference after four days? And for you, obviously, it's you're feeling better. But um, did your body? You can't even answer this question because the first four days don't count for you. Yeah. So we'll uh, just we'll just skip that. We'll talk to when I talk to everybody else. I'll ask them. Yeah. So um, now, 
for me, it just felt better and better. So, you know, yeah. like it's 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 hard for me to, to be any sort of, you know, not yeah. justified because I'm like, you know, this feels easier and easier. Uh, and that's probably not the way it should be. <laughs> no. So. so what was the physically the hardest point of the race and mentally the hardest point, excluding being sick? Okay. Um, let's let's say in the last five days. Last five days. Yeah. Um, I think uh, mentally, for me, the hardest part was probably the last paddle. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like sit on top kayaks. Uh, I don't like getting wet and paddle when it's cold. Um, I it's it's just uh, a, yeah it, it's just like a, a tough deal. Yeah. I I didn't particularly enjoy it and and I mean I know it was over soon too. So your body like lets you feel all the stuff that it shouldn't be feel. You know like yeah. things that it's put off while it's in race mode. It's like okay. Ignore all the pains. Ignore mm -hmm. all the things. Now it's like okay. Now it's like oh my shoulders hurt. Of course they do. But yeah. like, now it's allowing itself to feel those things. So, so the last paddle, I thought was tough, um, yeah. and that's probably where I performed worst over the last couple of of days. Um, physically, I'm gonna even though you said the last couple of days, I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, something that was earlier and it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with sickness it has just to do with technique and stuff uh the ascent mm -hmm. was very demanding uh, yeah a, a yeah. very demanding part of the race uh physically i i loved how beautiful it is it was epic it was awesome yeah. i i cannot praise it enough that being said it was really hard. I was tired. Yeah. My, I, I am not like enormous ascender. Uh, like the highest I've done before is like 40 feet of some small race sometimes. And now yeah. it's like 1,200 feet. So, <coughs> you know, suddenly I'm like, ah, oh, tired. My whole, my yeah. arms are pumping with lactic acid. Uh, it, it's just it's just very demanding physically for me to get up that thing when you're not that like an experienced uh, experienced descender. On so. the plus side, it was extremely beautiful. So it was awesome to stop and when you took a break, you like hung out there and it's like, huh, this is really pretty rough up around here. Okay, gotta do eight more. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, okay. Rest a little. Man, this is beautiful. This is so cool. Okay, look around now. Take in this view. This is awesome. Okay, get her, get ready for eight more. And then, you know, but that was very physically demanding. And I, and I was, you know, like just tired in everything from my calves to my hands. Yeah, well, lifting your, lifting your body for how many ever hours over and over again. That's a lot of yeah. work. It was like three hours. It was a uh, long time. It took forever. <laughs> but it was, yeah, the most beautiful scenery ever. So I could not complain. But it was brutal. So, um, let's just jump back to the paddle for a little bit. Did it feel like when you guys got to King's Beach that the race was over and then you just had to do this paddle? I mean, was mentally sort of a little bit, was it like that? Absolutely. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. Felt like, yeah, race is over, and now I got to do a paddle. Yeah, and that was what was tough for me, because mm. uh, I didn't really particularly look forward to this paddle. Night paddles can be beautiful; yeah. they can be so awesome. Yeah, uh, they can also be not so fun, and this was the <laughs> second part. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and I will tell you that uh, apparently you guys are running stealth mode because I was out. Uh, on the lake, not on the lake, but on the edge, looking for you, and I, and I'm looking and like, oh, they're here, they come, and then I looked at the tracker again, like, they just went by me, and I didn't see any damn lights. <laughs> I, think, I, thought, 
I don't know. That was not on purpose. <laughs> I wanted to freaking as much light as on me as possible. But yeah. Uh, that, well, it was a full moon. So yeah, it was a full moon. That was um, beautiful. Yeah. What when you guys came out of hellhole? You just describe what you get, how you guys came out of there, because that's. You know, we, that was kind of a make or break for everybody. Yeah. Uh, we went the long way around. We had mm -hmm. So here's the thing. We tried to do this earlier in the race. Uh, mm -hmm. From uh, a ski area, I think, to... No, to the ski area, to Kirkwood. Mm -hmm. um, we were like, okay, let's take the long way around. Awesome. We skip. We don't get any bushwhacking. We get asphalt, all the climbing on asphalt, and then there's a trail all the way. Yeah. Awesome. This would be much longer than everyone else, uh, but we will, like, this is a no-brainer. It will be awesome. We'll just be running on, on asphalt road the entire time. Yeah. Okay, great. As we do the asphalt road, and we come in, and we do the single track, and then the trail ends, and we get as bad of a bushwhack with our bikes as everyone else except we spend a lot more time trying to get around it. Yeah. So instead, we, we're like, oh, great, lost three hours there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, shame on those who give up. Yeah. So then we get to Hellhole, hear that it's an awful bike whack, and we're like, okay, second time's a charm. What's the long way around? Can we take yeah. this long asphalt way around again? And I'm like, okay, this time it will work because this is the Rubicon train. So we're like, okay, it's going to work this time. Last time we lost three hours. This time it's going to work. Okay. So we, we map out a long way around there to hell to the start of the Rubicon trail. And then we're just going to like, okay, go on the Rubicon from there. Awesome. It works. It goes great, except that we, like everyone else probably on this thing, runs out of food yeah. or is on its way to running out of food. Luckily, the way we chose lots of campgrounds and mm -hmm. construction works and stuff so we go into the campgrounds and like katie and julian goes around asks for food at every single campground we pass us they yeah. they're really good at that so they <laughs> store up a bunch of new like turkey watermelon grapes awesome so we buy food around yeah i, I think we had monies on us and, and bought that food uh actually julian really smart move yeah. uh, and, and then so we got like good, good amount of food when we got to start this, you know, the awful um, hike a bike. Mm -hmm. And then we just hiked the bike for, for six hours. And that, and that, was, that was fine. I mean, it's, it's just, we were, we were in pretty good spirits then. We're like, okay, uh, we, 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 just, we just got food enough because that was the worry that like yeah. your food's going to run out of food. But once you got food, you're like, okay, six hours, six, eight hours. I you know of of carrying your bike that that can be done, so so it felt we felt pretty good then when because we got you know our stomachs yeah. full. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of just like, and this is what Warren said on God's Zone is like just just decide and go. And I think to me it looks like Bones just kind of couldn't make up their mind. Yeah. So we had a we had a trick one. Uh, we had a trick one on. Uh, Cowboy Tough, that was mm -hmm. similar, where it was just like no trail after Gem Lake, I think, mm -hmm. and it was night and it was no <coughs> supposed to be a trail. Yeah. Luckily, we did not have our bikes with us then, which was yeah. awesome. Um, but then we're just like, if we keep going in this slow, very slow, but we know where we are all the time, speed, we will be able to make the cutoff. And that's, you know, like, and, yeah. and here we just like, yeah let's take the long way around again for the second time and this time it paid off and then you just i i don't know what bones made uh they must have had a really tough time yeah. uh I, my my like that is that's really tough and yeah like they they came out of it uh yeah. you know fine and so that's kudos to those guys well i've talked to them about it and i still don't understand what they did <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> did. <laughs> so, all all I know is um, I'm glad they went the way they did because you know they're the ones that found me when I was really close to being lost. Oh, so, nice, nice. Okay. So, so oh, did I didn't tell you about that? 
No, you didn't. Okay, my turn. Yeah. So I'm up at the Rubicon at the waypoint. Yeah. So because we know Bones is coming one way, Godzone's coming the other, and they'll have to be there, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So they're there for six hours with one of the outside TV guys. Godzone comes through. I'm like, okay, I'm going to head down and, uh, you know, go go post the footage. Yeah. So I'm one now I'm following the trail down and there's some private ground at the bottom, but you can go through it. Uh huh. And anyway, there was a spot where I thought, okay, now I can drop down and I'll hit this little, there's a couple of little tents and stuff. Yeah. Well, I was, I was still way too high. Yeah. So I was heading Northwest instead of Northeast, no Southwest instead of Southeast. Okay. I, I go down a trail, but the trail's marked with yeah. like, so like okay. But then after a while, you're like, okay, this isn't right. I mean, you you know that feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh oh, where did it go wrong? Yeah. So I head back up and go a little ways, and then there's a trail going the direction I want to go. So okay, so I head that way, and I, and I I'm going. I'm like, okay, this isn't right. What now? All right, I'm gonna go back up, get on the you know, on the rock faces, on the big bowl. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm going to have to spend the night. It's no yeah. big deal. I've got, you know, I'm I'm prepared. Yeah. I wasn't prepared enough to turn on my GPS when I left. But <laughs> but. So, so I'm just about ready to turn around, and I look, and I see little flashes. And I ran into bones in literally the middle of nowhere. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's I pretty mean, awesome. So I'm like, cool, guys. All right. <laughs> Take me to the top. <laughs> I'll follow. I I did not did not try to say, oh, I'm looking for you. Yeah. So I'll get back up to the waypoint. All right, got it. I head back down, and I found I saw the spot the next day. I missed. If I'd gone ten more yards in one spot, I'd have been on the trail that a blind man could follow. Oh no way! But so I kept going down. I'd get cliffed out. But this time I would keep going to the, to the east, you know, down east, down east, down east. Okay. So okay. three hours later I was back. So nice. But nice. I am I am admitting that I was pretty close to being lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty close. But hey, but... I, I ran into bones. Better to be lucky than good. Exactly. I'm much rather lucky than good any day, any yeah. day. Yeah. But, yeah, <clears> um. True. Did you guys swim any of the of the kayaking? Because when I saw you at Troublemaker, it was boom, 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 away you went. Yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, we we cleared the whole thing. Wow. So uh, I I think we're in the minority there, actually. Yes. Yep. Well, uh, NorCal and Tahoe behind you both swam hard. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on on your pictures that yeah. that they they were fast on the flats, mm-hmm. but but then they swam again, and and they swam again. It seemed yeah. like and yeah, we we were we were we got stuck a lot because uh, hey, Fletcher and I together apparently weighs uh, a lot, so we we got stuck on some rocks a little bit here and there, but no swimming and and all. Yeah, it was. We were we were lucky. I'm happy. That was like our goal for that that section. Don't don't get thrown off the. Don't swim. Yeah, just cost a lot of energy. Yeah. Well, you guys outran the water. Yeah. No, yeah, it was, was that was then we started hitting rocks. Yeah, because um, the second spot where I saw you down, you guys you guys literally had to pull your boat through a little bony section. Yeah. And yeah. So did I don't know if it was Tahoe or NorCal, but. Like 15 minutes later, I mean, I could wade out to the middle of the river and it was yeah. like shin deep. I sat there for like two minutes to shoot Tahoe. And when I stood up, it was like mid thigh. It was like, oh. oh, no. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it was, it was 15 minutes slower would probably have been a good thing there on yep. that. Yep. That, Just, that one. Uh, yeah, no. So, but it was an awesome, awesome leg, you know. Even though mm-hmm. we did run out around the water, but yeah, and and we, it it was so cool, and we we're very happy with no swimming. So, yeah. Then that that set us up nice for the next trek, uh, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. Well, that doesn't. Yeah, you don't use all that energy. Exactly. 
So. Exactly. It's not as much of time as, as just used energy and yeah. like getting banged up and risk, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So that, that our next trek we felt great on, and that's where we, that was kind of the next trek after that white war, that was sort of where we started, you know, getting into our groove, mm -hmm. getting speed. So, yeah. that was good. So, yeah. So, do you have much of a paddling background? No, I grew up right by a lake in Sweden. So, so. I'm, I'm, you know, like I, I, I done my, my paddling, but I'm not. In in Naira, it's Mikael who is the mm. the master paddler, and yeah. you know um, I'm not like the other Swedish adventure racing teams that looks like they have a motor on there, <laughs> and definitely not like the Kiwis. Yeah, you know. They, so. uh, but yeah, I'm not from a landlocked state, luckily. So. So. Yeah, well, you stayed upright. That's all that really matters. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> that's all that mattered. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, on that next trek up to to the rafting, I mean, looking at the tracking, looking back, you guys are just really steady through there. And I mean, is that just was that just kind of one of those just get and go? And it was awesome. That was like we were just like coming together, everything except we we did a we took a long time to cross the river mm -hmm. because we were like, okay, this is pretty deep and it's night. Yeah, and, and the chances of being swept away by this little guy is kind of high. Yeah, uh, I lost a couple of water bottles. We lost. A, I, I I think we lost a little bit of stuff in it because it 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 kind of flew flowed pretty steadily. That uh, uh, the guy uh, we mm -hmm. we thought it so that that we lost a little bit of time on. Except for that, it was like clockwork. Everything just worked well. And except then my my incident with the barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, so which, don't look, which, just patch it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like, don't ask what happened. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, I'm fainting. Okay. <laughs> so uh, lay down quickly before your blood is gone from your head. And then the teammates did an amazing job just patching me up right away and yeah. i just don't look and uh yeah no questions asked let's keep going so no you got a good scar yeah exactly and a good story so yeah. but except from that we were yeah it was just a just a really good leg for us and and without pushing because we don't mm -hmm. want to push too hard at, <coughs> at that point anyway we, it was just yeah. like we will easily get to this to the water and and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was a great leg. Um, how much did the the dark zones, which they weren't really dark zones because they were during the day, but how much of that? How how far in advance of the race do you start planning for those dark zones? Great question. Which was, uh, you know, we we realized probably at least. 24 hours ahead that we were going to get caught by the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, we just kind of chilled a little bit on the on the bike and stuff and yeah. uh, tried to to conserve energy and, and be good when, once it got going. But at the same time, we don't want to be like, oh, let's go so slow so that North Cal comes and like screams by us. Yeah. And we look completely, because you still want to sleep. You just yeah. don't want to. You don't want to expend, you know, expend too much much energy. And it's just like, yeah, day day before we kind of like after the rappel mm -hmm. on the first one, we were just like, okay, let's let's you know be efficient, but not not push anything too much yeah. to, to to the next one. And then of course, once we had that one. The goal was, of course, to make the second one, yeah. and that 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 went went great. Um, so. and then we got to see Godzone for like a rafting trip, and then they took off like, yeah, crazy on their bike because they had had a long time of sleeping. They yeah, fast. And then you had to do that long, miserable climb out of 
that was awesome. Chucky. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome climb. Man, that was uphill in like just a hundred degrees or something. Yeah. And yeah. no particular no shadow. So uh that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, was that looked like really hard, but was that maybe the where was the hardest climb with your bikes at? Um for me, it was day one up mm -hmm. the first climb out of the paddle uh, yeah. up to the once to get onto the tower rim trail and the mm -hmm. tower rim trail there. That was yeah. awful. Um, technically, if so, that that was absolutely the worst for me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, um, that long hike a bike climb where you on the Rubicon Trail when you walk uphill with your bike for like two hours. Yeah. Uh, it's also pretty rough. Um, I don't know. I like those big climbs. I think they're awesome. I think they yeah. add stuff and they add pacing and they add interest. I, I, I think they're cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's what makes the race. Yeah, it does. I love yeah. how much work this race had. Like, I think it's awesome when it's long, brutal climbs that just kills everyone. I think that's <laughs> that's, that's that's that's. I love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So one more thing about the race we haven't covered, but um, yes, sir. What was it like rappelling with a bike? It was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I was the first one there to do it. They didn't really have a clue. Julian was great. He is like, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna put the bike straps. He's like fixing with my pack and things. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, of course, your shoulders get tired. No question yeah. about that. Um. The most scary point was when I heard a big pop. And mm. I, I was just then about like oh, 90 feet above the ground, which is not like I've done two thirds. Yeah. And it was a little buckle on my harness that broke. Oh, but wow. it's very, it's non weight bearing. It's just this little side buckle. But you don't know that for yeah. about three seconds when yeah. you hear the pop and you look down you're like oh okay, <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> but yeah. that was scary and now i'm scared <laughs> so then you're really scared for the next couple of minutes and you're like yeah. oh no i am actually fine yeah um it was uh, but it's it's tough it's like falling around in a kayak you expend yeah. a lot of energy uh yeah. getting down with your bikes so yeah, that's. So. But it, it was it was good. So, well, cool. So, all right, let's go back in time. How did you become an adventure racer? Ooh, good question. Um, I'm from Sweden. I really, uh, I'd have never known. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but adventure racing is sort of a sport there. Yeah. Uh, and and I have went to school with some really fast people for a time. Uh, and some, uh, you know, and my friends are also some, uh, you know, decently fast guys that, that raced around there in Sweden mm -hmm. and their things. And I was just like, uh, cause I went to a ski university, like, uh, and then, uh, yeah. So, so. By that, by default, I kind of like did a race or two, uh, and just as just some sort of cross training into uh, into winter, where skiing yeah. was my main sport, and that was mm -hmm. what I was focusing on. But you know, like, hey, if I can do this thing, it sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, about eleven years ago, I ended my ski career and I was like okay it's good I've had my athletic career I'm done I'm this is not normal life uh, uh, had normal life we and Whitney went to like a little Naira race uh, that Denise put on in New York on this tiny little like three hour thing or something yeah. uh, and we won that uh, just like showed up out of nowhere and uh yeah, we we yeah. won it, so we're like, huh, this was kind of fun. And then, but I was still like, ah, oh, this is, you know, this sport is miserable. It's just a lot of suffering. That's like awful. 
it's it's why, why don't don't do that like <laughs> but but then witness like oh, i want to do this with my sister i was like okay if there's anything i can do at least i i can help you because i know what the fast people do so yeah i can i can help you streamline you know things that normal people figuring out transitions figuring out what to carry figuring out what to do it's like i can help you with that me at the time had pretty bad uh i had to have a surgery that was pretty bad on my ankle so i was like it's not for me but you know you race with your sister and and that's 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 good yeah. they raced around and and then after i went to a couple of races i was like just like supporting them basically i was just like huh this looks kind of maybe i should do this like <laughs> this this looks fun and just like did a six hour one and like start man yeah this is fun <laughs> my wife and like it's not like my my old sport skiing where you're like yeah. out by yourself for forever yeah. it's like huh i i'm out there in the woods with friends getting great experiences and sort of like just started getting into it more and more and more again and like now i'm freaking loving it <laughs> well I, i'd hope so <laughs> yeah i yeah, know otherwise it would be awful yeah i agree but yeah so so from the beginning it was i i say it was whitney who dragged me into it you know That's like I, I blame i blame her okay well we'll take that so now that you've had a taste of the expedition what's uh what's next uh good question um usara nationals coming mm. up uh i cannot i would love to do norse championships too it's just mm. uh, with primal quest norse and usara uh them yeah. head up norse championships and i'll do usara um yeah. then next year in yeah i thought primal quest was epic there is yeah. nothing i would rather do than to come back to primal quest next year uh that that has to be on top of my list like it was it was so cool um yeah. so i would i would love to to come back to that race i'm gonna be really curious to see how many teams want we'll do it again next year i'm my guess is eight or nine yeah well at least want to do it i can see there might be a couple of teams that are like no this wasn't for us but but uh yeah to a, to a person i didn't talk to anybody that well everybody had a crappy time but i don't think yeah. there's one person that wouldn't go back and do it again no so. it was the course was just so yeah. freak, so freaking cool yeah. like i have <clears throat> always said that andy magnus norse course from last year is like the coolest thing you could ever cramp into 30 hours or whatever yeah. like but it took a nine-day race to beat it but this is this is yeah this was an experience like yeah true experience it's i've heard that more than one time so yeah. it's uh good then, i think it's good for the sport we need we need the yeah you know it's yeah. nice who who knows what NARS is or USA Nationals or you know even Cowboy Tough you know the the average person the racers all know them but you know you can almost talk to anybody and say Primal Quest and they you know even if you just say oh yeah I was on TV ten years ago oh yeah I remember that so. yeah yeah exactly you know it definitely has a brand name um, yeah. I would also love to go back to Belize I think mm -hmm. Doug is doing a great job with what he's doing and support what he's doing uh, yeah. there and bringing awareness to the Mayan mountain region yeah. I think that's a great race and I think he's doing an, an amazing job out there so that's something I would like to go to yeah. uh, and then, then we'll see from there you know yeah so is there anything you know obviously Primal Quest is a dream race but is there any like you know, oh God, God Zone or XPD or good, I mean, good, all good of question. them really. I would, great question. Um, <coughs> two things, yeah, I would love to do God Zone and I would love to do World Championships. Yeah, uh, those are probably my two dream things. Yes, so. uh, Worlds uh, and and God Zone. That that would probably be my my two things. And then yeah, back to Primal Quest. Um, yeah, that that's my two. That's cool. Um, all right, just.
couple more things here. What's the one thing that you were thinking would happen during the race or an expectation that you would you had of the race that's completely false? Um that the sleep monsters would get worse. Hmm. They didn't. <laughs> I get it. You know, um, be, I think it is because I didn't have to nav 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so now I had great time. We, me and Fletcher was, well, he was doing most of the job in the beginning. But yeah. later on, we could share the nav burden. And it was great, you know, like working with team team like that. And uh, so you could get like some, some brain rest. Yeah. I now like so I get equally bad sleep monsters I think on a four day race as I got on a nine day race or it was just that we got to rest a lot which was nice I don't know either, either way either just, way yeah so does that mean like now in a four day race you're like oh yeah I should let somebody else nab for a while I always try I, I Eric, try? Is, Eric is doing a great job he usually takes yeah. the nav on paddle Mm -hmm. uh, and and the problem was in Cowboy Tough there wasn't much paddle. Uh, yeah. And uh, but but yeah, we 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 do trade off uh, nav there too. And oh. but we usually work. Also, it's it's a, it's more of a teamwork than a, you take the nav, I'll take the nav. Here, yeah. Fletcher and I more over like okay, you take the nav while my brain rests. Yeah. And yeah. with Eric and I, we're more like going back you know both going back and forth so yeah well i can see that with that extra five days where you yeah where you could just totally shut your brain off of, yeah and yeah just follow not think. it is really nice just to follow sometimes <laughs> i tell you yeah. but so cool and well i'm not going to ask you the the normal question about packing the night before because you were sick you weren't packing I was not packing. You made uh, your poor teammates do everything. I, they did everything. I did freaking nothing. I was just laying in bed like, a, you know, nothing. And, and I didn't hardly know what food I had. Like, wow. once I come to, like, day two and I started realizing, like, I'm looking through my box. It's like, man, this is crappy food. <laughs> like, I don't want to eat this for nine days. But, uh, you know... Uh, right, they had great prime request, had awesome sponsors, uh, so you had good, you know, like replacement drinks and stuff at mm -hmm. every uh, Progenics uh, was, uh, you know, great meal supplement that I had at like every TA and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, n there was no packing for me the night before. It was no. normally like Whitney is the organizer of the team and mm -hmm. she does. A tremendous job with all the logistics and everything. I you kiddingly say that my job begins when the gun goes off, yeah. and then I am great at what I do between the yeah. gun goes off and we reach the finish line. Then I'm completely worthless ahead of that and after that. Yeah. So. Well, and you know that is the easiest part, the race part. Exactly. <laughs> so I get the easy part, which is yeah. awesome. So cool. All right. So it took us uh, 45 minutes to find out that. You're just a big slacker. Exactly. That is it. That's the 45 minutes. I'm a big slacker. I'm good between between the gun goes off and the rest. The rest is the rest of the team. I don't do much. There you go. So, hey, this has been great. And I want to just, you know, for some reason I ended, well, I spent a lot of time with a lot of teams, but I think I really spent a lot of time with you guys, and you were just amazing. So, um, Thank you so much. You know, take it, take it for what it's worth for me, but I'm I'm – I was like, man, I know those guys. They're really good. That makes me special. <laughs> Thank you so much, Randy. And you know other guys. So you know, like it means a lot coming from you. Yeah, you're welcome. So, all right, let's. I'm gonna tell everybody to go fast, take chances. I got some work to do, and then go to bed. Thank you. All right, thanks. Talk to okay. you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>